Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everybody, welcome to the Arts Academy podcast. It's me, Dean Victor Vernado. I'm here with Headmistress Roxy Hayes. Roxy Hayes. Welcome back. Welcome. Nice to see you again. Let me see if I can turn my camera on this time and it'll work. Let's see. Ooh. Ooh, yeah, for a little bit. Your eyebrows. Hey, <laughs> I need them done. <laughs> They're so oh, yeah? bad. They're so I wasn't bad. saying anything about oh, them. I was just saying. I am. Sleep. I'm Helga Pataki right now. That uni- unibrow is coming in kind of thick. Well, but not as thick as this episode sending out a press release. You like that? This episode is super thick. So <laughs> you've written your press release. Uh, this uh, this is the Arts Academy podcast, everybody. This is the podcast where we talk about everything that has anything to do with the entertainment industry and how to get things done, nuts and mm-hmm. bolts, the mechanics, everybody. Um, we don't teach you how to do anything necessarily except uh, the mechanics of the being yourself. All right. Uh, being an like artist. That. The mechanics of being an artist, actually. I like that. Now, uh, previously, we had an episode about a press release, which is a fun thing to do, to use, to tell people exactly what you're doing and where to go and how to get there, um, which not a lot of, of people use. But once you do have your press release, which everyone knows you need, then what do you do with it? That's the question we're going to answer today. Huh, Roxy? Yeah, because I have no idea. I was just sending it loosely. So I'm excited for this episode. You're just sending it, the press releases <laughs> releases loosely. Very loose. I don't I know get if it. I did it right or not. So I'll find out in this episode. Well, who did you send it to? Uh I was just Googling publications and names and uh stuff. I sent it to like some different blogs and stuff, some nerd blogs, because that's my typical audience. I think you were doing the exact right thing though. Oh, was I? Yeah, I really do. <laughs> I think you're doing the exact right thing because I think that I think that in some cases you just hunt people down that you really want to mm-hmm. uh, send stuff and you send it to them. You you make personal contact. I feel like when you are in a when you are a person who like doesn't have like a lot of connections or notoriety yet, mm-hmm. um, you're not going to get the automatic attention because for, for me. The way that I get the way that my when I send out a press release, when it gets into a publication, usually or gets into something big, it is either through personal contact with that person or sending it out from an organization that's big. So like Mm. if I have a big organization send out a press release, um, then that's a way to do it. By the way, this is a press release hack that I think everyone should do. Mm -hmm. If you have someone become on come on your project as a sponsor and they even and they're big if they're a big name even if they're not if they're a big name and they're not giving you one cent what something that you can do is ask them to send out a press release because Mm. if they agree just you can you can actually just give them 
give them like in participation for free, but ask them to send out a press release because involve them, make them feel like they're, you know, part of the process. And then they're getting this great thing for free. So by the time the, you get to the point where you ask them to send out a press release, they will. Mm. They definitely will. It doesn't cost them anything and it helps you greatly. Yeah. That's smart. Um, so yeah, I mean, and it really, it really does help. Um, so I, I was, I was, I, I was working with a charity organization. They were, they, I was working with a charity organization. Um, they were sponsoring me by giving me a space and they gave me a space to have a gallery exhibit. I, they didn't give me any money or anything like that, but I kept treating them really, really nice. And at one point when I wrote this press release and wrote nice things about them in the press release, um, and then I said, Hey, I have a press release. Would you mind sending it out to your network? And they were like, we'd love to. And they were so happy because I delivered to them a press release that they didn't have to write. Mm -hmm. And then they sent it out to all of their connections and I got on NBC. So, oh, dang. Okay. Exactly. Hack that. Hack it. Hack the system. I wonder what's going to happen when the Book of Fire turns this episode into. (laughs) (laughs) So then we hack, hack the system. Then I'm a wild card. (laughs) You are. You are. I'm a wild card. Um, all right, so uh, talk about uh, you have you have an outline that you wrote for this. So talk about that. Yeah. Okay. So wait, we already did the preparation part. You got the press release. You got all that stuff together. Um, then the next thing is kind of what we're talking about: identify your target media outlets. So figure out who you want to send this thing to. So kind of what I did was I used chat GPT (laughs) and I asked for like all the LA publications that talk about comedy. And then I got a list and I literally just Googled each one and I would try to find somebody on LinkedIn that was a journalist for there, or I would go through the articles and find the name of that person. Usually when you click on the name of the person, uh, their email or contact information is there. So that's how I, I was able to identify my target media outlets and then just some different blogs that I read or have heard of. I looked up different like nerd blogs or blurred blogs and uh, made a list of those people too. Mm-hmm. How do you usually identify your target? Um, I, I start usually by who can I get to? <laughs> it really is just like, especially if you have a project that's really generally pretty good, it's not mm-hmm. a bad project you really just need the right person to listen to you. And so it's always about whose ear can I get easiest rather than mm-hmm. um, that's, that's, that's even higher priority than uh, who specifically is this meant for the most, just because mm-hmm. it's better for me to follow the easiest route to get that press release to be actually used and create a story and some sort of news piece than it is for me to get the exact right person to love me. Mm-hmm. So like for, for me right now, what's important is that I do have press. And so like, I will take a clip from anywhere, but that, but it's all good because the more I do that, then the next time that I go out for the next time that I go out, then I'll be able to like link to articles about me. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
then so the next press release will get in a bigger place and a bigger place, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, by the time, I mean, like right now, um, the you know the the NBC was a very big get for me press wise, and then now, but now that helped me get NPR recently, and so it it does uh, it does uh, build up. Mm-hmm. Just, I would say just. Use get any you know story, already. anything printed, because then, mm. because then it also becomes something that you can tweet out to people, and it helps legitimize like anything. Like I would say, if you do, if you have zero press, hit the big people, yes, but then hit the really small people, and just even enthusiastic blo- enthusiastic blogs, hit them up, mm-hmm. just because maybe they'll write about it. Yeah, definitely. Um, then. Then, okay, so uh, we did talk a little bit about personalizing outreach. Mm-hmm. Is that something you focus on a lot? Yeah, um, I do, but I want to hear about how you did it in the past. Uh, so I've only sent out this one, so I'm only pulling from that experience. Um, I tried to make sure when I was sending out the press release, I was actually putting somebody's name. Uh, and not just to whom it may concern. Uh, mm-hmm. And then I would try to change in the email because I was sending out the press release, like the PDF, but then like an introductory email a little bit at the top. And I would just try to make sure that I was putting like how this events kind of correlates with the publication itself. So one thing, uh, one of the ones I reached out to was blurred.com. And uh-huh. I, uh, the show that I'm doing is a fan fiction show. So it's comedians writing fan fiction. And then reading it. So I just connected with like, yeah, you know, in the in the nerd community, like fan fiction is huge. Uh, it's not super duper popular mainstream, but it's funny and it's fun. And it's a way for like the black comedians to showcase their talents. So I was able to connect it with, you know, being black with also with nerddom for that specific publication. Right. And they're actually going to do a uh, uh, write up about it. That's awesome. Mm hmm. And I don't know if this is part of this or not, but I have my friend that's my assistant, but not my assistant. I had her, it, her send it from the email I made for her instead of me just sending it. Do you know? Do you see if you get more reaction when it's not directly sent? For, well, it might be different from you because you have a production company. I do have a production company, so but but it it is. I mean, I think it's better. But I have here's here's the truth. I have no idea whether or not it affects the person receiving it if it's from you or a fake mm-hmm. name you made up. I've done the fake name thing before, um, and it wasn't really that big of it. Actually, you know what? When I'm trying to make a personal connection, it's always worked better if it's just from me. Directly. Even even before I had a production company, mm-hmm. even but before if, then, mm-hmm. yeah, it's always worked better if it was just like from me. But then. If, but then I, you know, I don't even think I've ever gotten a response back from a fake name thing. <laughs> I, so I get so much more response when, when it's from the fake name than I do. Oh, you do? For me. Oh, awesome. Yeah, which is crazy. That's but awesome. I think it might be because my name is Roxy Hayes. So they're like, this could be porn or something. I don't know. But yeah, I get, I get more for some reason. Yeah. All right. Uh, it's weird. I feel it. I feel it. <laughs> And then we go to the next one is just send the release. I don't think that needs a whole thing. Just send it. Make sure well, you didn't misspell anything. Yeah, you do have to send it. <laughs> you have to send it right. And you have to, 
I, I would say if you're sending it, you either want to send it through a service or you want to, you don't want to just bulk email people. Do not CC everybody. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I know people will do that too. Don't do a that lot kind of, times of thing. They'll reject it too. Like just their, their email will reject it. If it's a whole lot of other people in it that aren't like connected or at all, it'll just reject it. I, I was sending them individually. You should. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Always send them one at a time and then make sure, uh, uh, I would, I would, if I were you, I would also write a very personal email for each person. Mm-hmm. Do you send physical press releases? Like, do people still do that? Like, mail out a press release? I don't think so. I think okay. that if you if you send a physical press release, uh, these days, <laughs> it, it it if you send a physical press release these days, it better be like a stunt. <laughs> <laughs> like, like it's if it's like a stunt, yeah, if it's not like. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think you would mail a press release, but maybe who knows? But I don't think so. I'm gonna try it and see if it works. Oh, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> good luck. And, and then you follow up. <laughs> yeah, of course you follow up. Um, there is there is uh the, the standard sequence for following up. So there's like a standard uh sales sequence, like you're supposed to. You're supposed to email somebody, then follow up, and then hit them with the third email. And it's like, I think it's like two days in between each email. And then most people, most of the time, people respond to the third email if they don't respond to the first one. Hmm. And then you can, but it's like a sales tactic. And it's like people, people straight up like use that as a one, two, three punch and then can elevate their sales by doing that. So just saying, Use that to your advantage, that information. So what's what's the difference in verbiage on the second and third one? Well, the first email is like, hey, check this thing out, blah, 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 you know. And then the second email is, hey, I tried to reach out and be nice. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> the second email is just all psychotic. <laughs> no, the sec- so the first email is like, hey, check this thing out. And then the second email, <laughs> the second email is uh basically hey i just want to make sure you like i sent out the email earlier i just want to make sure that you uh, had a chance to look at it Mm -hmm. i'd love to hear your thoughts and then the third email is hey just just to make sure i won't keep bugging you but just to make sure i want you know wanted to you know just check back one last time so Mm -hmm. basically the last email is like saying i'm not gonna bug you again exactly but and then usually with that third email if they were on the fence, they'll usually reach out to you. Got you. Cause they're like, no, don't leave me. Yeah. And I've actually done this before and it has worked and people have thanked me too. Cause sometimes people forget things. I know I do. Yeah. Or they're busy or they haven't got to it. And that's cool. I'm going to do that. I'm going to actually do that today. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay. What up? And you said two days. I usually wait like a week or so, but no, do it quicker. I think, uh, yeah, I think it's like two days is what they say is the, the time because like, um, that is, it's like two business days, you know? Mm-hmm. That's enough time two for you to check days. this email. Yeah, absolutely. Not that busy. Yeah. And then for real, the, for last, real. the last thing says evaluate results. So just check and see who reached out. Well, I guess that would be like the two days thing. So like if you don't get a response back, see who responded, see who didn't respond. Sometimes they want more quotes or sometimes they want more information. So make sure you're also responding back in a well, timely yeah. manner. 
I, I but I think it also evaluating results is part of that is also also keeping track of what worked. Mm, so okay. for the next time, because then you'll know. Uh, which actually reminds me, I have to send mm -hmm. a press release for when we finally released the Magic Book of Fire. Oh, did you already? Are you going to use Chat GPT to do the press release? Might use I may, uh -huh. it may be helpful. Yeah, we need a Chat GPT sponsorship at this point. Um, write that down too. We're plugging y'all. Chat GPT sponsorship. Who knows? I bet we won't get one. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I no. think they have other things to do. <laughs> like, we're so busy, guys. Come on. <laughs> well, we'll send them a press release and see what they say. See how it all, all ties together. So I think it is the... I don't. Do you have any other just things that you do that you think will be helpful? Um, I would say that for every press release, just... Remember that there's actually no rules to any press release. So if you are, sometimes people are just kind of ridiculous in press releases. I've often been ridiculous in press releases. If you, and if you do find something like that, that works, it's great. Mm -hmm. Sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. Send out right. those press releases. Don't be afraid. Worst there thing you go. they can see is no or leave me alone. Just, just send it. Um, yeah, I guess that's <laughs> pretty clear. <laughs> this has been the Arts Academy podcast, everybody. Uh, thanks for hanging out. You can check us out at All Arts Academy on all social media and artsacademy.com. If you have anything that you want to know about how to do in the entertainment industry or any of the worlds that I work in at all, uh, please just ask your question and we will try to answer it as best we can. Sure will. Let us know in the comments below. Oh, and join our Facebook group if you're not already a member so you can catch these live. It is yes. Arts Academy students. You can find us at artsacademypodcast.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.